Show me something. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Show Me Something podcast. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Will. And I'm Trevor. And today I showed the boys Rocket Man from 2019, the uh, the musical-ish biopic of um, Elton John, his life, uh, mostly just like him as a kid and then coming up in the industry um, until his sobriety towards the end of the movie. Um, it was directed by Dexter Fletcher, who's not really known for directing. He's only directed like a couple other things. Um, he's mostly an actor. He's has a ton of acting credits, but... Um, one other thing that he did direct was uh, Eddie the Eagle from 2015. That also has Taron in it, but oh. I didn't know any of the stuff that he directed. It was only like five things. So huh. <laughs> apparently he helped finish directing Bohemian Rhapsody, which was interesting when the other guy got fired. Interesting. Um, but he's not credited as a director on IMDb for that. But um, but anyway, so uh, what did you guys think? Will, you can start. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it uh i'm not a huge elton john guy like i don't dislike him or like him actively i just haven't really listened to a ton of his music you know i know pretty much uh i think all that i really knew going into this movie was benny and the jets and and rocket man uh you know here and there obviously i recognize songs but i'm not very versed in his music and i haven't ever actively listened to him um uh, it was it was good. I am not really a fan of musicals, so that aspect of the film was a bit of a knock for me just because it's, for whatever reason, it's hard for me to uh, maintain dramatic momentum when someone breaks into song. Um, that's like a thing that has always kind of thrown me off. There aren't a ton of, of musicals that I would consider like in my favorite movies ever made. Um, but I do think it was enjoyable and I had a lot of style, which I liked. Uh, I thought Taron Edgerton was great. The supporting cast was good. There were a bunch of people in this movie I didn't know were in the movie going into it. So that was nice. Um, I think it's definitely a lot better than the Queen biopic. Um, I enjoyed this a, a lot more and, um, yeah, I would probably say <clears throat> I'm like right between a 6.5 and a 7, um, the only reason I would go to a six and a half is just because of the musical format. Uh, I don't. It's not really like an objective uh, knock. It's more of a subjective knock. Like I just, I, it's it's it takes me out of it a lot when that shit comes in. Uh, I think there were some really great moments that were musical based in this film, uh, but overall, a lot of it is it is kind of goofy to me. Um, but I think it's very enjoyable, especially if you like Elton John. I think you'll enjoy it and. Uh, a great performance from Taron Edgerton, and I thought it was pretty well directed too, and obviously, like I said, very stylish. So, yeah, I'd recommend it for sure. Cool. What about yeah. you, Trev? I I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time with it. A uh, big surprise: a movie about Elton John has fantastic music all throughout. <laughs> uh, yeah. So honestly, I didn't even think of this movie as a musical at first. Like now that like once, which is actually it's actually funny because Abby, who loves musicals, also doesn't consider this a musical. Yeah, that's why when I introduced it, I said it was a musical-ish biopic. Yeah, I didn't consider this to be a musical at all. Like now that you've said it, I can see, and I don't. I'm not a huge fan of musicals either, to be fair. But I I really enjoyed this. Um, 
loved the classic takes on a lot of Elton John's big, big songs. Like these different takes on them at certain points. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, lo- I, I do like Elton John. I'm not, again, like as we talked about, I'm not the most music buff person of the group by far. Um, I very rarely ever seek out artists to listen to. But like, I'll hear a song and I'm like, that's Elton John. I know that's Elton John and it's great. Uh, I do love his music. Yeah, I I did enjoy this. I thought, is it? How do you pronounce Taryn's last name? Edgerton. Edgerton. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, I always say Egerton. I I thought it was Egerton too because of like his nickname in Kingsman Eggsy. For some I reason, think, I don't. Know. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's Edgerton. <laughs> is that related? <laughs> I know it's not related, but I Good thought movie, maybe though. that. Good shout. I love. That's what I love him from, and I always figured that he was picked to play. Uh, Elton John because they got to know each other on the set of Kingsman 2. That was my personal theory. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, Elton John is like has a surprisingly large role in Kingsman 2 for some reason. Yeah, Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the first one. Pretty good. It's not anywhere near as good as the first one. No, it's not. I think the first one's hella overrated, so that's probably... Damn. Yeah. Anyways, we're gonna ignore that for now. So, okay. Ignore my um, opinion. Yeah, that sounds good. Just for now, we'll come back to it. <laughs> we'll talk about that off of the podcast, but you're wrong. No, we won't. Um, so, okay. But I, I I really enjoyed it. I probably give this a solid eight and a half out of ten. There was a couple of like or, you know what, maybe a nine. Eight and a half to a nine. Um I did really enjoy it. I don't know if I would rewatch it anytime soon though. You know what I mean? That's why I'm sticking probably to my eight and a half. But it was really good. I thought it told the story really well. I liked, I don't know, I liked a lot about it. It was good. There's a couple of times where I'm like, you, I just like, I got like angry, but I got angry because I'm sure they wanted me to be angry. So they kind of did their job, I guess, if that makes sense. Uh, it probably makes more sense when when I know what scene you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and yeah, I didn't really consider it a musical for some reason. It totally is, but I yeah. didn't even think of that. Just I was I like, it it's a too. movie about Alan John. Of course, they're going to sing his songs. Like, why wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, and the kid well, cool. that they got to play, the young Which version kid? of him. The youngest one? Yeah, the youngest the, version the... of Elton John. There's two, though. Yeah, he said the youngest one, right? So the the, the first one. Yeah, the not kid. the teenage version, because the teenage version was like, or not even teenage, was like around for like a minute. He's like a preteen. Yeah. No, he's, in, he's, in he's, for, for for, he's in it for just as much as the littler kid. <laughs> no, I think the littler kid's in there more, because he also shows up in like nah, other scenes. For like oh, weird... Well, I, Weird, like, flashback yeah. things for Elton John. Okay, but yeah, what were you going to say about the... Uh, he the is... I thought he was a damn near identical look-alike when they... Especially at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, at the end, the photo, they do look exactly the same. They look... Exa- that was a damn good casting on whoever did that. Like, yeah, he did a good job. Good. Yeah, but uh, anyways, yeah, that's that was my thought for the spoiler-free zone. Not like there's much well, of a cool. spoiler for this movie. It's all history, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
Cool, yeah. I'm glad you guys uh, enjoyed it. Uh, my my rating pretty much uh, mirrors what what Trevor had his at. I I uh, see this movie as like an eight and a half nine um, range for me. Um, I enjoy it a lot. Um, I think it's heavily biased by how much I like Elton John's music. <laughs> Obviously, um, it's it's just such a fun movie to watch. Like it's it's so colorful. The outfits are amazing. Um, all based on like elton john's outfits from different concerts or photos or whatever um the casting is great all the actors did a fantastic job um i find it just really easy and enjoyable movie to watch even though there are like really heavy issues in it um like his identity issues and then like his issues with drug abuse and everything um but yeah the director did a fantastic job even though he hasn't done a whole lot of directing um he did it really well. Uh, Taryn's voice is amazing. He did all the songs, like, original recording, which is insane. It was crazy. <laughs> and he did, and so did such a fantastic job, but, like, didn't try to mimic him, but, like, did his own take on each song, which is, like, it's really, really well done. Um, big shout to Taryn. And uh, their duets that you can see on, like, YouTube and stuff with, um, with Taryn and with uh, Elton John are also fantastic. Um so yeah, big shouts. This movie also um, won an Oscar for Best Original Song, the I'm Gonna Love Me Again song. Um, and then it also, Taron won Best Actor in Golden Globes uh, for a comedy or musical, which is dope. They also won Best Song there, I think, too, at the Golden Globes. Um, but yeah. Oh, also, when I was looking it up on the production side, this was written by the same person who wrote Cats. <laughs> what the 2019 cats yeah That's also damn. that person also wrote billy elliott and warhorse uh the person's name is lee hall hmm. um, wow he's got some ups and downs quite, in his credits then. it's it's all over the place <laughs> but um i but yeah um i i really like this movie i'm glad you guys enjoyed it um enough to not hate it <laughs> yeah no, i i, I enjoyed it, it. Um, but yeah, we also want to say that we're going to be doing this episode a little bit differently. Uh, we decided to change up our format, um, a little bit, um, based on some of the other episodes where we've been a little bit off, uh, off the rails and off cuff, mostly, uh, the comedies that Trevor has shown us (laughs) is when we do that the most. Um, but yeah, we don't want to follow like all the plot lines because it kind of gets redundant and it's not necessary. Um, and I don't think it, I think we all kind of agree it doesn't make the best podcast. So... And I know I'm the one that's um, most guilty of trying to keep us on track for plots. <laughs> and I've got to make a conscious effort now to not do that. Yeah. But I think it'll be, we'll think we'll, we'll be better off overall to try and just talk about what we want to talk about and not have to necessarily wait for that to show up. I agree. Um, yeah, so we're basically going to be breaking it down into um, different sections where um, either we could talk about notable scenes um, things that we liked in the production aspect or the directing or the writing or whatever it may be. Uh, in this case, probably our favorite um, songs or scenes with those songs. Um, so it's not just purely Elton John-centric, but based on the movie. Um, and other stuff like that. Just whatever we really want to talk about um, that doesn't have to be just plot. Yes. All right. Has, so yeah, it has uh, to be a musical. You... I'm so thrown by that you guys not thinking this is a musical. I know, I know you so both spoil- said this. I do. I spoiler I do zone, think right? It's a musical. I, I do think it's a musical. Will um, Abby was saying that she didn't think it was a musical. I want to. I'm in between. 
What's the delineation between? I mean, they literally break into song throughout the film. How is that not a? Musical? They break. They break into song and dance. They break into and song and dance. I asked her about it, but like, when she scene. had the opinion, and she wasn't really sure. But this is also a movie about Elton John, who like is one of the best mu- best musicians of yeah, all time. But that doesn't really change the fact that, like what Will is saying, there are scenes where they straight up break into song and dance, like you would in a musical. Yeah, like the very one of the very first scenes. Once after he's out of, um, uh, it like goes into it starts going into his childhood when he's telling his story in AA. Um, That's like a it's f- song and dance. It's, like, it's just like a musical. Yeah, it's just people dancing in the street. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to ask. Abby. I'm not... just curious to know what the delineation is, especially because she's someone. Who loves musicals so much like i that's it's crazy to hear that i just like how how could it not be but again that's me speaking from someone who doesn't really watch them very much and like yeah, i just think I of like west side story either. which like yeah. they're talking the and then all of a sudden they're singing and they're dancing and like that's <laughs> exactly what this movie was so i just like well, how is it not uh interesting cool yeah um yes yeah, uh spoiler zone i guess oh i yeah, guess spoiler zone. One, one one thing i'll say before we get dip into that um uh off the back of Bohemian Rhapsody the Queen biopic I was very hesitant going into this because of how much that movie changed about real life occurrences to like dramatize it and make it more uh I guess like palatable for a film versus it just being yeah. what actually happened so I was like very hesitant that this would be the same kind of thing uh I just dropped something I'm sorry um <laughs> Uh, especially now knowing that Dexter Fletcher had a hand in the Queen movie as well. But I think that the things that he said about making this film are very interesting. It's also not super factually inaccurate. There's like mostly just stuff that they change about the chronology of events or songs existing. Whereas in in the Queen movie, they like changed entire things and like left stuff out and did all kinds of goofy shit that honestly ruined the movie for me after learning about it uh, in retrospect. But the thing that yeah, I still haven't seen it. But I haven't like, either. But I, I, remember... I like don't want to get into it just after hearing that. Um, I forget what actor was originally going to play him. Sasha but Baron He dropped Cohen. out because they didn't. Yeah, he dropped out because they didn't want to dive deep into like drug abuse and AIDS. Yeah, and stuff. it was all like very and... vanilla and like whitewashed. That's in fucking the, lame, in the, dude. In the, well, in the sense of it being palatable for like kids almost. Didn't also, the living the Queen members want to like de-emphasize Freddie Mercury's? Like part Bad in Queens, parts. they want. No, they wanted. Like, I, thought, to, I thought they wanted to paint him because they more wanted it to be more line. about them or a little bit. No, I don't think that's true. I thought I, I thought I heard that, but I could be wrong. So I mean, watching the movie, it's not about that at all. So it's it's. I mean, all it's right. about Freddie Mercury. Um. Anyway, the things that Fletcher said about this film was that he wasn't trying to make a film that was chronological and like day by day about Elton John's life, but more a film yeah. that was uh, representative of how he lived and what living in that time for him felt like. And I agree that I think that he uh, really knocked out of the park with that. The movie is very emotive um, and mm-hmm. it does a really good job of, of trying to understand what it would possibly be like to be Elton John. Uh, during that time yeah and of course you know a lot of stuff is probably dramatized to a degree but i don't think any of it is outright false which a lot of the queen movie turned out to be which is again a bummer um so if you're coming into it looking for like it to be wildly accurate about time don't come to it for that um i guess it's just the disclaimer i wanted to say before we jump into it if someone is listening 
who wants to watch it but doesn't is unsure uh it's not going to be like a completely accurate retelling but given how involved elton john was in the making of the film i think it's still super representative of his life uh despite that yeah so i like that for sure for sure well cool yeah entering the spoiler zone so we can break down some scenes and shit all right uh, top three songs Top three songs? Well, how do you pick top, top three, three songs, songs? Songs. Top three song scenes. What, okay. what, what three scenes where he's singing his songs were the best to you? Because that's the thing I'm most curious about. I mean, I think number one is like easy, the Crocodile Rock at the Trapador. Yeah, that is um, that is the dope. Like, that is like the best easy one. easy one. That's like kind of fuck, man. I was like, this is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. That would have to be one. For me, two would it's probably so well be done, Saturday Night. Scene. Saturday night's all right. Like, cause especially the transition yeah, from one. preteen to Taryn was during mm. that song. And I thought that was really well done. Um, and that's a great song. Like, that's a great song. So, yeah, it is. Oh, I, I also like that scene a lot. Uh, what else? Well, I would say another top one for me, uh, would be the honky cat that he sings with, uh, Richard Madden where they go on. Like, it's like when, he's becoming like a shopaholic and like a drug addict yeah all in one musical scene yeah <laughs> oh that was kind of um, cool yeah it's such like a cool exchange between the two of them like diving deep into excess and then also like showing them just like go all out it's just like a really interesting it transitions into so many different little shops and everything yeah. and like all the props are outlandish yeah um and i think that he shows a lot of like um uh, in that scene like a lot of different characteristics that you see a lot of in Elton John when he's putting on a show. Like he's uh, he's extremely dramatic in that scene mm-hmm. like flaunting his body parts around and like making crazy faces and stuff. Mm-hmm. That scene is really fucking dope. Pinball yeah. Wizard was really cool because of the all the outfits that they brought out. Like like all of not, his different outfits. Is that not a who song? Am I like thinking of the wrong thing? Like am I thinking is Tommy and Pinball Wizard different? Cool. All right. Never mind. Keep going. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't think that's who, a who. Like that would be who made like a rock wild opera about a kid who plays pinball. And I thought that would that, be wild if they did a, a a non Elton John song during this movie. That's why I was confused. So then I was like, "Well, did the Who just take this song?" But maybe it's just similar thematic material. Oh, I'm just not familiar. No, it is a Who song. Hold on. Because like Elton John. Mm. Oh, they did it together. Okay, cool. The Who and Elton John, Pinball Wizard. I mean, that's like a very famous like rock opera, like Tommy the Pinball Wizard, and I I know that's the Who, and I don't know Elton John for shit, so I was surprised when I heard. Wait, the song. did they not do it together? God, I don't even know now. I'm getting conflicting information. Okay, well, hit us up in the comments. This uh, is riveting. Tag, tag <laughs> me, tag me, so I can find out. Um. Well, I'll, um, I'll, I'll go. But yeah, I would I would list my top three as Trabador, um, the Honky Cat song, and then the end where they um, do like a shot for shot remake of I'm Still Standing. Yeah. Um, that was good. The music video at the very end. So that was a real that, music video, right? So they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they de- just redid it with Taryn. Yeah, they definitely cool. just like superimposed him in because it was not the best superimposition. Like, it was pretty obvious that he was out of place there. In my opinion. 
Are you sure? It seemed like that was like real. They just shot it with a funky camera. I didn't know that. Is it the that one was... on the beach that you're talking about? Yeah, I don't think yeah, he's yeah, at the end. Yeah, I no, think... it, to me, it was super obvious that he was not supposed to be there. Like, everyone huh? everyone else looked like... <laughs> I don't think it was. ...part of the, I I, the raw footage, and then Taryn was just like, I'm here too! And, like, they tried to put a filter over him to make him match, and it didn't look right to me. Yeah, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I, I think they re- well. I think they remade the entire music video with him. But I'm glad that you were so confident about he it. He looks really out of place <laughs> to me. <laughs> I feel like what song was the, that again? The style of the '90s, like that that bright, still gaudy visual style is just like it just seems. Trevor's, like a Trevor's 90s turned into a video. hacker man right now. <laughs> yeah, googling. All right, while Trevor googles, I'll say my top three. Uh, definitely, uh, what's it called? The Troubadour song, Croc- Crocodile. Crocodile Rock. Sure. That was number one. Absolutely. I got goosebumps. I don't think I've ever heard that song in my life, um, but it was very, very good. Really? Very impacting. Damn. Uh, him floating off the ground is just like unfucking believable and the whole crowd goes up. It's like, so cool, right? That shit, Everybody else floats too. That shit really hits. And the, the note I took, uh, the two notes I took during that scene are two of my like 12 notes. Uh, the floating scene is iconic and then... The musical bits are super hit or miss for me, and as a general rule, not just in this film, uh, but when they hit, they hit. And like that, I mean, that scene is like, it is an incredibly memorable visual scene, and I, it's like, that's one that'll stick with me for a long time. Uh, really dope. That's number one. Uh, number two is definitely Rocket Man when he tries to commit suicide. Um, mm, yeah, it's also. Is really that Rocket Man when he falls into the pool? Is that what he's singing? Yeah, Rocket Man. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fucking amazing. Um, Again, visually really impacting. Uh, I love the re- the reoccurrence of the little kid, like Trevor mentioned, being at the bottom of the pool with his little space helmet on. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, like they all, the rest of them kind of just blend together for me. Um, I did, I did like the the last one that Cobb mentioned, the, the music video one, and I liked the first one too. Is it the bitch is back? Is that what the song is called or something like that? Um, yeah, it might be. I know that song's in there. Yeah. So the first one, I think where that's he's the like first a, one. Like his youngest self, and he like uh, breaks out into like the suburbs. Um, that one was pretty ha! cool too. I am vindicated. They did use CGI to put him into the original music video. Okay. Nice. And it stood out to me like a sore thumb. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't I don't, seem. Trevor's, off. Trevor's got that keen eye. Didn't seem off to me. I'm, either, uh, but. It's like it was still cool. Sorry, I'm bringing it back to this after you guys have moved on, but I had to make sure I was, like, not crazy. Happy for you, Trev. Don't be like that, man. Why you gotta take <laughs> me down like that? Um, <laughs> what's your top three, Trev? Abby, edit that out. Don't, please don't edit that out. I was, I, I'm vindicated. Like, <laughs> what do you mean, my top three? I thought I already said my top three. Did you? I thought you only gave two. I think I've made my third. Uh, I really enjoyed Pinball Wizard because of the all the different outfits. So your first one was the Troubadour. Your second yeah, one Troubadour. Was... You can't really beat that one. That one was really really good. And yeah. the Crocodile. Um, oh right, you said Saturday uh, Night. Whatever. Uh, Saturday, Saturday Night. night. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. Saturday Night was my second one. Cool. Yeah. Uh, um, which I I really liked the transition they did and the. I don't know. I just really enjoyed that scene. That was a good yeah, one. It's pretty impressive, especially hearing that Dexter Fletcher doesn't have a super long filmography that he was able to pull off 
this type of film like early on like it's there's a lot going on and i feel like that is really not easy to make like a, a musical uh especially to make it like yeah legible you know and and visually appealing uh which it was the entire time like this movie has a lot of style uh which i really dug um, oh yeah and obviously you know you, it has to because elton john is a stylish motherfucker but um yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, that it's definitely I, I definitely enjoyed it visually more than I enjoyed probably any other aspect besides Edgerton's performance, which was uh, fantastic as we've all seen. And I think that's fair. I think I think a huge part of the movie um, is just the visual style of it. Yeah. I mean, they do so much to like basically just give you a feel of the world rather yeah. before anything else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. It seems like that trumps all when when they were thinking about the the point of the film. Yeah, you know, very colorful, very flashy. You know, it it fits sure. it fits him really well. Uh, also, that Dodgers uniform is fucking amazing. What that was <laughs> so cool. That's one of his iconic so uniforms. Cool. And it was crazy the transition with the Rocket Man song, which I did love that sequence as well. It was great. Yeah, just that the transition from him to trying to kill himself in the pool. Straight into Dodger Stadium, yeah. just right in there. It was like, wow. All right, <laughs> let's keep it moving. I guess him when he like lands in the plane and there's like still smoke coming out of his hair. I love that little that little so yeah. cool. Just that little touch. That's so you know, cool. Right? There's like lots of little details that are really wonderful. Um, and Jamie Bell as Bernie was great. Yeah, I was gonna. Burn- my, one of my first notes was, "You hate Jamie Bell, dude." I was like, "I do not hate Jamie Bell." I was like, Cobb, "No, Will, not, not you, Trevor." Bell. Will. <laughs> my third, my third note is, "Does Cobb just love Jamie Bell?" Question mark. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know. I don't think about dude, Jamie Bell no, ever. I, he just happens to be in movies. No, that I like, it was just apparently. really funny. I had no idea he was in it. I didn't know. Rob I know Stark when I was in it. when I saw him in it, I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> I brought two Jamie Bell movies in a row. Back to back, we're gonna do fucking Jamie Bell's great. I can't. I apparently all I ever do is just bring back to back shit. Wait, I just can't. I, that's that's me. Also, when did I say I hate <laughs> Jamie Bell? I like Jamie Bell. No, it was just because you were uh, saying that all you could see was Jamie Bell. So I took it as you thinking he was a bad actor. Oh no, in, no, no, no. Um, the last Jamie one I Bell's showed great. you guys, Defiance. He's great. He's not. A, he's not a fucking whatever. There, Belarusian man. So that took me out of it. But no, he was great as Bernie Taupin. He was wonderful. He had a lot of. Yeah, he had a lot of really great moments, you know. Despite the fact that he had that dope ponytail by the end, great ponytail, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all slicked back. Yeah. Bernie, um, but Bernie yes. is the best. Can we just say that, like yeah. Bernie, as a person, one of the greatest lyricists of all time? It's crazy. That, but also he's just the best. Like, yeah, he's got his flaws, but he's easily the most like there for Elton character. Because Elton was like, I can't write shit, and Bernie was like, I got you, fam. Got yeah, you, but fam. also he just was always like. Yeah, like yeah, they were he brothers, supposedly man. left him at important times, but I don't know. I think they did have that. They did have that narrative. I wonder how um, accurate that was, like in reality, or if that was just like how um, Elton viewed what was happening. I mean, they uh, never had a fight, even once. Yeah, so they did have fights. Yeah, they did have fights in reality. They weren't like huge, but they were minor minor issues, and they did take time apart from each other creatively. Um, but I think it, it wasn't as long as it was portrayed to be in the film, I think is what the article I read said. There's an article about it on I mean, Rolling Stone. I, I feel like even in the movie, though, it doesn't, uh, like, screen time-wise, it's not that long. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, when he's away. I disagree. From You don't see him from the moment, you think so? from the moment he meets Heather at the party where Elden also meets John. 
You don't see yeah, him again. Yeah, but that's not when they no. That's not when they split up creatively. They split up creatively towards the end of the film. Yeah, I and guess then that's he true. He back. just disappears for so long during that time, and I guess that just serves to illustrate how they were growing apart during that. Because um, like he, yeah. he barely pops up until he's like at Dodger Stadium or whatever, wherever it was, and he's like they I had that little spat true. in the hallway, um, which sucked because I also I liked his character a lot. Uh, not a Jamie Bell hater. I thought he was very good. The- the little spat they had in the hallway, though, like, just before he went on stage. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, if I'd even... Because, like, I love that he immediately comes back and is like, I'm sorry. And apologizes around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, I know, it's all right. Like, yeah. yeah. Really, I feel like they really doesn't really even That shows count. how great their relationship is. Yeah, yeah also the fact that Ellen have... tries to kiss him early on. And he's just like, no. <laughs> no. Like, I love you, but no. And to be fair... Like, yeah. 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 I don't blame him for going for it, if that makes sense. Like, it was definitely, like, at least in the terms of the narrative of the film, they definitely were kind of showing that maybe there was something there. Yeah. But obviously, they, well, they, obviously there they wasn't. They had been, like, in, in like, quote-unquote dates and stuff, right? They went mm-hmm. to that restaurant, and then they were, like, hanging out, laughing, walking down the street and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. They're just best buds, um, but... I do want to say, um, me and Abby have been to that cafe that they film in, in the beginning, Regency Cafe. We went there when we went to London. It was, like, a block away from our hotel. That's awesome. Nice! Yeah, we didn't... When we first saw the movie, I, like, said... I, like, I whispered over to her when they were still inside and didn't show the sign. I was like, I think that's Regency. She was like, no. And then they showed the sign, and I was like, fucking what? That's dope. <laughs> that's dope. Great breakfast. Shout out. Go, guys, go there if you're in London. If I ever get to travel, ever. <laughs> all our English listeners. Yeah. Shout out to the Regency. Yeah. All, all you British boys out there. <laughs> Hello um, from across the pond. <laughs> should we talk about his parents? His parents were fucking the bastards. Worst. His mom's a cunt. They his dad's sucked. a jackass. The stepdad was classic. I liked him. Stepdad's the stepdad fine. Stepdad, you know, classic. He's like a greaser. Yeah, he's just like, what's greaser. up? Stepdad's stepdad's kind of nothing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He's he doesn't seem real strong willed, but you know he he wasn't at least he wasn't like a complete asshole. Yeah. Like his both his real both biological his parents, parents were so fucking shitty, dude. Like, honestly, like. His dad is just his dad the like disregards worst. him when he comes back. Yeah, that like, scene, that scene where he uh, goes to see his dad, and his dad has like two sons, and he's like all like chummy with them, was like a real gut punch. Yeah, and then also, and he like says something about like how he got to meet a real life pop star or something like that. I'm like, asshole. He started to sign the record to his dad, and he told him to, to sign it for somebody yeah. that he worked with. Or Brutal. Whatever. It's like Jesus Christ. Also, quick note. Uh, I was originally watching it on my PlayStation, and then I moved into the to the bedroom to watch it with Ray. As she like kind of fell asleep, and when I switched to the Apple TV to watch it in there, I was at that scene, and uh, all of a sudden there was like audio descriptions playing, uh, which I guess is like an accessibility feature for like uh, blind people. It was like reading scene direction in between their dialogue. Oh wow! And I thought that it was really? part of the film because I like I stopped it at the scene. <laughs> and then I switched, and I was, like, very thrown off, because for, like, three minutes, it was, like, Elton Elton <laughs> looks at the record and signs his name, but then has to scribble out to dad. And I was, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, is, it, is, <laughs> did you hear this out there? And then we had to, like, fast, we, we rewound it to the scene before, and it was happening there. So then we had to, like, just change the options. But 
uh, very weird, and also would have been a very strange narrative choice. So I'm glad it wasn't the case. Um, yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah, that would have been really weird. Me. If all they of just sudden, start reading scene directions, really threw me off. Uh, but that just meant that I watched that scene twice, and it was brutal both times. Uh, fuck that guy, and fuck his dumbass little kids Honestly. too. Also, in that scene, you can see the dad. I feel like he understands what he's doing. Oh, for sure, like, dude. He, the way when he he's like looking kid, at him, yeah, nah, he's a bastard. He's a real bastard. Like he seems, it seems like he's doing that shit on purpose. It's I wonder just if, to like, make him feel bad. When they went inside, the kid was like, "Dad, why did you pick me up? You've never done that before." Yeah, and he was like, "Shut I mean, up!" <laughs> such a bastard, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> and the mom was just as like, bad too. I mean, she she's obviously not. As, she was. She's not as like. She was bad malicious. in a different way. Yeah, she's just like emotionally manipulative, and that is mm-hmm. just as bad. Obviously. Uh, yeah, for sure. Grandma yeah. is the goat, though. Yeah, she is shout the goat. Out to Nan, she was wonderful. Um, Nan was the best. Taking him to his music lessons at the Royal Academy. Yeah, so great. And what all if, that stuff. That was a great scene, by the way. Can we talk about that for yeah, a second? I love that. Him rocking she, yeah, up. Yeah, where he picks up the song by ear just for the exact part that he heard yeah. from the teacher. That's where you And stop. she's like, why'd you stop? He's like, that's where you stop. It's like, yeah. oh my god, what? Yeah, that was great. Um, oh, that was so cool. One of the articles I read about the fact-checking, basically, I was reading about the suicide attempt. And apparently his grandma, after that, her line, after he like got pulled out of the pool and was like, okay. She was like, well, I guess we all have to go home now. <laughs> Like she's just like joking. In real life, she said that. Apparently, that's he is quoted as saying that's what she said. That was her response to that's amazing. (laughs) Damn. Also, his line when he did that was, he walked out and he said, "I have taken eighty-five Valium, and I'll be dead within the hour." And then he jumped into the pool. Um, so they changed that too. Good thing he didn't die. Yeah. uh, I mean, it makes. I think it's more dramatic the way he said it, which is fair. Yeah, but I mean. I've taken 85 value. 85 volume lines pretty And I'll be good dead too. within the hour is pretty fucking dramatic too. I mean, that's pretty dope. Uh, Both are is. dramatic lines. Yeah. <laughs> True to the But man, I get I why it was said the other way. I get yeah. I guess like I don't I don't hate that they changed it from reality. No, not at case. all. No, no. It's a it's a minor change. But they're both good. Uh, yeah, Nan was great. Also, when his mom first showed up, I thought it was Kristen Bell in a fat suit. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I was very thrown off. Wild. By it. Also, mainly because her accent is terrible. Uh, that's a, an American. That's freaking Bryce Dallas yeah, Howard. She's dude. American, isn't she? Yeah. Like, why are you? I don't why know. Are you have an American. I've seen her in other. She's stuff in Jurassic before, but... Park or Jurassic World or whatever the fuck terrible ass reboot Jurassic Park. What's her name? Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. She has a really bad English accent in this film, uh, and it's especially bad in her first scene. That's why I thought it was Kristen Bell. Because I recognized her, See, and I knew she had an American accent. Um, I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, well, I every like all these like movies and stuff where people are like, "That's a really bad British accent." A lot of the times, I don't even notice. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not real good at picking it up either. But um, I think it's only because I watch yeah. soccer and I just listen to British people a lot. Probably. I guess. I mean, like I listen to a lot. I lo- watch. I w- yeah, me and Trevor also listen to a lot of uh, British people on like YouTube and stuff. Fine, then, yeah, but I'm that, I'm just I don't know I just never pick it up. I don't, I don't have either. the best ear though. I think you have a better ear than us also because you're like a music boy. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I my I just don't. I, I my ears barely work, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't notice that kind of things. My visual stuff, I guess, is better even though I'm colorblind. But yeah, I yeah my ear is not the best. Yeah, she fucking sucked. Um, 
I loved the uh, the the band that he like he was like backing musician for. Um, the his like yeah, first that was kiss cool. right. Uh, that was a, a really nice scene. I thought, um, and especially when he like tells Bernie that Elton's gay. Uh, that was interesting. That could have very easily gone a different way, but I thought it was yeah, especially well. back in that time period. Yeah, yeah for sure. And Although almost, I feel like they were more progressive in England. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, I have no context for that. But my uh, like that's always been my thought is that England tends to be on the more progressive side of stuff like that. I feel like they don't though. If, not, if for no other reason that they are like English and therefore they don't care. I guess. I feel like England is just as bigoted as America is. Is England more progressive than America, in your experience, Jacob? At least in terms no. of, like, racism, I think they're a bit more progressive, right? Definitely not. No. They're mad no? fucking racist no. in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're super fucking really? racist. They have, bas- they have basically uh, the same thing as we have right now with Donald Trump. They have Boris Johnson. He's also... Well, yeah, but, I mean, I thought... I don't know. I thought they were a bit better overall. The person who gets elected is indicative of the country, just like it is here. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Okay, never mind then. I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, either way, <laughs> yeah. that scene. Was I mean, nice. they have they have places just like America that are like kind of backwards. They, I mean, you have country everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Um, true. Um, okay, so I, I feel like I've directed this conversation enough. It's your all's turn. Yeah, I I left to get a beer and then I jumped back and I was like, what the fuck? Well, is we were we were talking <laughs> we we were talking about the scene where. Um, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it's a real character, a real person or what, but the, the black artist that he plays uh, back up for and who is his first kiss. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a real guy yeah. I, just because I looked it up on IMDb and the guy only had one. He only had a first name. Okay. They didn't give like the character a full name. Yeah. So I just assumed it wasn't a real. So we went like maybe like based on, I mean, obviously they show the photos in the end credits and he did play at a backup role. Yeah for for a band but that was um, also for the lady band that wasn't for the that those guys that was for the group of three women yeah. that were singing yeah i don't know yeah. uh, we the, we the just photo was. we went from there to the scene where he tells bernie that elton's gay and then we were just talking about how that could have easily gone a different way during that time that's how we got on the england as progressive yeah. oh topic. yeah uh yeah so anyway definitely where, where yeah, do you all want to sure. take it now um, I would love to talk about the the um, Trabador scene. Yeah, I think that Troubadour, um, Troubadour, definitely dive into it. Yeah, Troubadour, however it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, Have you not heard the, like some of the songs? What they say, Troubadour? Like uh, what is it? Um, oh God, I'm having a blank on his name now. He's got a new song, Old Troubadour, that came out not too long ago. He's a classic country singer. I guess you wouldn't know. Little Nas X. Nope. Little Nas X. No. He's a country singer, right? Not even close. No, he's not. He did a collab with a country singer. It wasn't Listen, so right. worse. I don't pronounce things right. I'm dumb, all right? Deal with it. I'm just going to pronounce things wrong uh, forever, all right? God, why can't so, I think of his name? Is there a reason behind it? No. <laughs> so, all the, right. the Troubadour scene. So it's, it's at a dope country western bar. <laughs> George Strait. Thank you. Okay, anyways. Don't know. Fuck that guy. Don't know. What? You don't know who George Strait... Wait, do you guys really not know who George Strait is? No, I know who it is. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I thought you were being serious for a second. Anyways, yeah. I love that scene. Especially because, like, the, half the Beach Boys and who else was out there getting ready to watch? Yeah, I forget, I, I forget who he mentioned, but, yeah, the Beach Boys and somebody else that were out in the crowd um, when he gets fucking pissed at uh Bernie at Benny, for telling or Bernie, him. I mean. Yeah, he gets fucking so mad. <laughs> he goes into the <laughs> toilet and they have that... It's a really dope shot of him in the stall. Yeah. Um, that is a cool scene. 
Especially because, like, this all is, right, let's go. Like, after he gets yelled at a bunch. Where we see him first, like, don, like, a stage character outfit. Where that, he, like, starts wearing Those dope overalls clothes. and that, like, star-spangled star shirt and stuff. Yeah, and the big gla- yeah, He always sweet. has the, the crazy glasses, though. He always has crazy glasses. His glasses are impeccable. It makes me so jealous as, they a, are. as a former, as a fellow glasses person. <laughs> you got to step up your game, bro. I could never, dude. I could never. Um, but yeah, so then the the scene basically goes out uh, to him on stage after everybody like basically yells at him and forces him to go and being like, you got to hold up your side of the contract and shit. But once they're out on the stage... He rocks it. It's such like a fucking amazing, visually artistic moment that they have yeah. during the song. So can I also say, uh, I, I didn't know that Elton John's real name was not Elton John. Elton Hercules John. Sorry, I didn't know that was not his real name. I didn't, <laughs> didn't realize it was Reggie Dwight. Yeah. I love like, the idea of Reg Dwight being a cowboy name. That made me laugh. That is funny. It's a great cowboy. It name. sounds like it could. No, be. I know. Yeah, sure. it definitely it, could it be. It does. But um, yeah, I loved that. Who's I the? Did, I mean, uh, wait, hold who's on. Who's the fucking troubadour? I forgot what I was gonna say. Who's the troubadour manager? Like that? That fucking? He's like a classic that guy. Like he's so recognizable, but I have no idea who he is. He has the long hair. It's like an insane long wig. Yes. Um, that was one of the people um, I did not write down. <laughs> no, I mean he's not a character, but uh, he's an actor that is like Tate crazy. Tate rec- Donovan, yeah, super recognized. What the fuck is he from? Is he a dad in the he OC? Is... is that what he? What I know him from? I think he's. Uh, he apparently played Hercules in the original Hercules cartoon. Fuck yeah! I think he's. Uh, dad. He was in Manchester by the Sea as a hockey coach. I need to watch that. Um. He was an Argo. Fuck Argo. Classic. Will hates that. Trash. Movie. He was in Shooter. Those are his top four: are Argo, Hercules, Shooter, and Manchester. Okay, I'll look him up in my own spare uh, time. So he's good friends with Ben Affleck. Fuck Ben Affleck. Um, he's in a bunch of the Kingdom Hearts games because of that. Her- because of Hercules. He was oh, in Friends. He was in Friends. I don't he was know. in a bunch of episodes of Friends. Okay, we we can jump oh, out of friends. this rabbit hole. Uh, this is not not that worth okay, it. Okay, I thought you guys would both recognize <laughs> him, uh, and I guess that's not. The I case. recognized him. I just wasn't sure what from either. When he came on I screen, I laughed to... my ass off. Great wig. This is funny, um, and he did a great job. And I thought the troubadour was awesome, especially with him floating. Yeah, like they and then they took that from that one photo where he like jumped up. And like stuck his feet out. Yeah. Oh, that's basically. I thought that was really cool with everyone floating. That's cool. Well, it was in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they show it at the end. That's like a classic thing that I, I think he's. I think he had done it multiple times where he like because he's so active when he's on the piano, or at least he used to be, Um, (laughs) like moving around and stuff. But yeah, the the jump backwards it really shows like how he was feeling in the moment, basically just like flying. Yeah. On his first stage performing for an audience that was that In America, insane. yeah. Um, Floating from happiness. And the people were fucking loving it, dude. Everybody jumps on stage and shit. Um, 
Bernie's loving it. Yeah. He finds he finds the the lady that he ends up going to a party with, Heather. where they end up having the song. What what song do they do there? Tiny Dancer. Yeah, Tiny, yeah, Tiny Dancer's at the party. That was a and good that's song. when he meets what's his face, John Reed. John Reed, who's a jackass of all jackasses. Yeah, Richard Madden, um, famous for uh, playing Rob Stark in yep. uh, in Game of Thrones. Also, fun fact: um, in uh, that that person is also uh, the manager of Queen. So he was that character is also in Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's played by the guy who plays Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. So a Game of Thrones connection there. That's so weird. Weird. <laughs> Very odd. Yeah. Sh- shout out Abby. She found that out last <laughs> night when she was looking on IMDb. Yeah, my huh. uh, my friend mentioned that too, but he didn't tell me who the actors were because he's never seen Game of Thrones. So that's interesting. Um, Damn. That's crazy. He hasn't seen Game that of Thrones. That is wild. Yeah, he just watches Top Gun and Hunt for Red October over and over. Uh, shout out to Aaron. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Man, what a true American. True American. Um, yeah, that scene was cool. Uh, John Reed's a real bastard. Um, yeah. Richard. That, that, so, especially like, the pool throughout the film, scene. he is such a fucking asshole. When, in that really coming is. out scene with, with his mom. Yeah. Where he's on the phone with his mom. His mom's being emotionally manipulative and, a, and an absolute asshole, yeah. and then saying that saying like he'll never uh, be loved properly yeah. because he's gay yeah. because he came out to her. Yeah. Uh, and she's and also says right she chooses that, to never be loved. It's like that's not a choice, man. Yeah, that's she's, like she was a bitch. And but then right after he hangs up on the phone, he punches um, him. Yeah, he he fucking punches him when they get in a fight. Yeah, um, that's fucked. What the hell, It's, man. like, such a fucking down moment for him. Like, he truly doesn't have any love in that moment. Yeah. What happened to him um, in real life, by the way? He was his manager Who? until 98, and they had a, a short-lived the, relationship. The, yeah. Apparently, in real life, the guy was an asshole, though. He, he like... Uh, I forget what Abby was telling me. He, like, punched a lady or something like that. I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he like was actually like a piece of shit <laughs> i mean i think it's it's God, easy I to hope... take the opinion watching this film that like the people who are portrayed badly are people that elton john just has a grudge against you know because he was so heavily involved with it but at the same time like obviously that's probably a reductive way to look at it because if this dude's out here punching women it's clearly not just a elton john level grudge um, yeah no and also like i'm also gonna take his opinion on his parents at pretty well face value for this film because i feel like it's hard i'm taking them all face value i trust him <laughs> yeah he's my boy but I feel i've like got it's... a freaking coffee mug with him with him on it that says i'm still standing <laughs> very did nice nothing wrong that that we bought at a fucking um, apple mill, apple cider mill in, in Michigan. What? <laughs> great pull. So random. Damn. It was so random. It was just in the gift shop, and we were like, we got to buy it. Great pull. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel it's hard to want to portray your parents as being, like, the worst possible version of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure it would be impossible for him for to make light of what they said and did to him. But even if he could, and he did, they're still awful. So I'm taking what what they are in this film as face value, which is terrible, terrible human beings. Yeah, they're fucking trash for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who would you say is the is the least likable in this? His mom, the dad. Did you guys, see, I I would I would <laughs> I would say fucking John Reed. 
<laughs> so it's it's definitely split there. Why why do you guys think your your person is the least likable? His dad's just the worst. I do, the dad I, does. I would I would say the dad over the mom. I would agree with you in that, just because the dad seems like well, John, they're both manipulative. I don't know. They're, John they're so Reed manipulative. is manipulative. But he has a reason behind it, which he saw a rising star a and he wanted boy. to grab on and make money, which is bad. But at the very least, he had a reason. His dad is the worst human for no other reason for other than being the worst human. Yeah, I, I think I can make that same argument about you. his mom, too. I mean, she's spiteful towards him for no reason at all. I mean, it's not at all his fault that the dad left. Um yeah, no. When she says that, it's fucking it's crazy. Like, bitch, you cheated yeah. on him in yeah. in broad daylight. Yeah. I think honestly, I think well, uh, it's. I mean, it, I think it will just be a personal thing, right? Like, do you do you think that um, actively or passively damaging your son's life is worse, right? So, like, the dad leaves, so he's not really an active participant any longer. But that, of course, is damaging. But the mom stays. Yeah. And is actively fucking horrible to him, and I think that is worse. Yeah. Um, because she doesn't remove. I will appreciate from the that argument for um, sure. Like that's a that's a really fucking terrible place. And like, of course, you know, it's not just like the dad stops being an asshole. I mean, and that's proven by the scene later in the film where he sees him. He's just as terrible then as he was earlier, if not worse. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're both awful. They're both awful. I just think that like insidious nature of like pretending to care for him while actually just chopping him down at every opportunity is equally if not worse uh equally as bad if not worse than what the dad does but john reed's a fucking piece of shit too i mean you know the only the only redeeming factor and i think the reason i didn't think of him right off the bat is that he does have what appears to be a loving relationship with him for at least some period of time I mean, there's never a point which the dad or mom are good to him. Uh, so. Yeah, but did he actually like him? I don't think he did. That's trying to get into the rising star and took his money. I think he was just trying to get the business right. They're all pretty terrible, which is, like, crazy. You know, poor guy. Fuck. Yeah. it's de- He definitely had a lot of um, dark personalities in his life. Which, which I'm glad that in the end of the movie, we see obviously now he's he's been sober for uh, like 28 20 years. years. Yeah. I guess it would be yeah. 29 years and counting now. He's got he's got two kids. He's got a he's got a husband. Um, he's taking doing, a break from touring. They're they're doing great, yeah. seemingly at least uh, from the from the end of the movie, which is which is really nice to see. It's a um, it's a breath of fresh fresh air coming off of all the fucking dark ass shit that yeah. happens in this movie um while they're singing songs <laughs> yeah. can we um, can we chat about the last scene like the, not the, i'm sorry not the last scene but the the final uh like reckoning in aa in an aa meeting when like all his family members like, i want to top up i mean i want to go in on that just before we like do the final one i want to talk about the aa meetings as a whole I think it's a good anchor point. It was a great progression because also he's slowly losing pieces of the costume throughout the different AA meetings. Yeah. It's like him personally being able to open up and break down into Reggie instead of Elton John. Yeah, Yeah, stripping down out of the persona to become the person that he really is. 
Yeah. And that that was I mean, it's not the most subtle. I'm not gonna lie. It's yeah. kind of obvious, I feel like. I think it's pretty subtle. I think if you're not like a film boy, you're not like taking it like you're not like looking at it being like, Oh, they're breaking down his fucking character. This is a narrative I device. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think I don't think it's Maybe maybe all. maybe I'm biased <laughs> in that as a somewhat film no i i this actually, is somewhat study here he film goes no, here no, he goes no. fucking I'm not, film critic no, trevor wait, 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 wait. come on <laughs> you are you are an excellent critic i, actually, I am not an excellent fantastic. critic what did, I, what did you rate what did what did you rate operation double drop again like a 10 out of 10 trevor? <laughs> 12 out of that's 10, what i'm baby. trying to say i'm not a great film critic by any means um i actually would like to jump but in. but sorry I what wanna, were you saying before i attack i want to jump on trevor <laughs> I, I i like i like the the AA meetings as a whole, because I don't think, I definitely don't think they're real in the sense that I don't think he actually showed up to his first AA meeting in a costume. He didn't. Because they even show before the final AA meeting, him leaving a concert in the big costume, going to the AA meeting. Didn't happen in real life. Didn't actually happen. I don't think it even happened to necessarily in the context of the film. I think it was more of a mind palace type thing representing. I think his... in the context of the film, it definitely happened. Uh, I don't know. Shut up. Persona. That one goes straight there. What do you mean? Mind palace. Persona. That's a, that mind. Pa- <laughs> what is it? His heart, the heart castle. His what heart? do they call it? I don't, the actual, I, I don't They're called palaces. Castles. Maybe. Castles? They, I, yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't um, remember, man. I, uh, what, do you, what do you think happened? I think he actually. I think it's a more of a representation of his road to recovery during rehab and stuff. But I think even within the context of the film, it happens within his mind, kind of. Mm. Regardless, I really appreciated that. Now we can get into the final well, meeting. Well, no. Now we're going to talk well, about what you're talking about because I want to talk about this too. Um, I think that all right. I I am on your side in one aspect of this talk, but also not another. Um, I do agree that it's kind of a hokey narrative device to do it. And I also thought of it strictly as a narrative device because that is what it is. Um, I never said it was hokey. Okay. I said it was obvious. Well, I think those, I like those it. kind of I don't go think it was hokey. Hand. I don't. I, I, sorry. Okay. Hokey to me is not negative. Uh, I think it's hokey. Is, hokey is definitely a negative okay. term. Hokey is very much a negative term. Sweet. I take that back then. Uh, I also think it's an obvious. <laughs> I think it's an obvious You're wrong. Term. <laughs> um, I'm trying to be on your fucking side here, Trevor. Um, I know. I appreciate I it, man. Nobody's an, ever on my side. I think it's an obvious narrative device. I don't think it's the best way I've seen it done. Uh, I think it was it was handled better in Honey Boy, uh, the Shia LaBeouf movie last year, personally. Um, that's a subjective opinion, of course. Uh, however, I seen it. Um, it's very similar. It's very similar. <laughs> I, I just like it more in that film. Uh, I think it's it's handled better. That's fair. I think it's probably just because you like that movie. Yeah, more. probably. Uh, which is why I said subjective. Because <laughs> <general. laughs> um, I, I I mean I've seen both of them too, and I don't think that it, either one does it better. They're just a little bit different. Yeah. they're like it's they're but like incredibly similar. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um. I lost my other my other point where I was going to go against what Trevor said. So I'm sorry. no, no, it's okay. It's on me. Um, yeah. Anyway, I didn't like. I think I think what takes away from it is that final reckoning scene where he like talks to his mom and dad and grandma and his younger self and to Bernie all like in 
the context of an AA meeting, that is hokey to me. Um, yeah. I don't think the framework of that is hokey, but that seemed like a really easy way out for him to reconcile with mm. with his demons. Um, and again, I understand that it's a movie that is made with a large amount of his participation and whether or not that was his idea or not, it just seems a little bit too easy. Um, and it's and kind of like self-serving, I, I, I definitely get you know, that. like this is what I wish I could have done type of thing. And I don't, that, that aspect is not in Honey Boy, which is why I think I put Honey Boy above it, right? There isn't really any self-serving aspect of that, despite the fact that that movie is literally made by Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah, it is. And he plays the dad. <laughs> yeah, so and that's its own type of catharsis, right? Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I can't even imagine what that would be insane. like. That uh, yeah. To get on like a small Honey Boy tangent, a uh, great movie. You guys should definitely go see it. Um, but yeah, it being playing your dad who's like an abusive asshole, alcoholic, yeah. um, drug addict... Yeah. Uh, war vet is like insane insane it's heavy it that is it's a really good movie you guys should see it that's i I can't i don't want to delve too deep obviously in an elton john uh rocket man podcast both of these are both (laughs) free with amazon prime to stream so you know after you watch rocket man go check out i guess it's really great um if you don't have prime rocket man is also on hulu oh good good plug good plug uh honey boy is not that's yeah i watched it on prime so. so i watched it on hulu um there we go yeah so i did like the ending and i liked the recreation of the music video that we talked about and i liked his last scene with bernie i thought was really sweet but i yeah i just i didn't i didn't love that circle of you know uh metaphorical demons that he that he deals with i thought that was kind of cheap um which yeah i i i definitely am, am there with you i think that um the film started to get a little bit weaker for me in the like um uh, basically like last fourth of the movie yeah. um like the the ending ish part of the movie it kind of dragged a little bit for me yeah so i definitely uh feel that uh in the that last scene being kind of like it like seems like they had to do it because they didn't know how else to show that type of scene and they also were pushed for time because of how long the movie already was yeah. And that's why like just, I don't hate because it happens so quick. It's just like boom. It's like we, let's bring in all the characters that were in the rest of the film. Yeah. It's like let's finish this. On. It's like a very it's like a very neat bow to tie and like yeah. I mean, I've, it I is. Said but I did. I do like I the scene where Bernie comes back though. That part's I like great. that scene that where he sees him at yeah. the at. I appreciate what you guys are saying about the last AA scene, and I. I don't think I disliked it maybe as much as you guys did. Like, I understand, blah, blah, blah. But also, like you were saying, a reason I think I give it more of a pass is the whole movie has been about his up-and-coming career into the music industry and the trials and tribulations he went through. I don't think they needed to then go into his entire rehab story as well, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think they really wanted to. I think they needed to tell it to a point, like hey, this is what happened, other than just doing, like, an end credits thing. Like, he went into rehab and came out fine. I think putting that in the movie itself was important, and I think it was for not delving all the way into it and adding another half hour or more onto this movie. Yeah. Telling his rehab story. I think it does I think it does what it's supposed to do, and it does it pretty well. I don't think it was... I, I don't feel like it was cheap. 
I feel like it maybe could have been handled a little bit different. But overall, I think it was fine. You know, it was fine. It did what it was supposed yeah. to do, and it did it pretty well. Yeah, I that's my that opinion on sure. it, though. So. Yeah. No, I, I definitely I feel you on that. Um, also, a little bit off topic. I, I didn't want to end the podcast without mentioning um, the Stephen Graham's performance of Dick James, the like record exec guy from the first record yeah, he company was he signs yeah. with. <laughs> That guy's fucking classic. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's always got a cigar. He's got these big ass glasses. He's always calling people cunts. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that actor is great too. He's another classic bat guy. He's in like a bunch of Guy Ritchie gangster films. I think he's in Snatch. Is maybe his yeah. best known role. He's 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 good. So fucking good. Yeah. I loved that character. I liked the kid too. The the younger kid played by Charlie Rowe. Right. Yeah, um, I was sad that they did get rid of him. Even he said it in the film. Like, couldn't we kept him on? Yeah, or something like that, and because I thought he was great, because he was always behind he Elton well. and um, Bernie. What'd you guys think like, of? Like he the... recognized them for what they were. Sorry, Trev. Sorry. Um, no, you go ahead. What do we think of? What? What'd you guys think of his marriage to Renata? They skimmed over it pretty quick. I felt like I think they they could have taken a little bit more time to talk about why they got married. And then, obvious. I mean, it's obvious why they got divorced. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. But like, why they got married, and then also what she went through while they were married, because basically we got meeting, marriage, separate bedrooms, divorce. Yeah, it, that was pretty much it. Yeah, and then the mom yeah. going, poor thing, having to go through all that, and him saying, "I dragged her into my crazy life." And that was it. It's like, what exactly happened? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like a sham marriage, right? I don't. I don't I, it didn't last very long in real life. It lasted it, four I, years. I can't imagine. Four years. Four years. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. They gloss over that. Then. That shit was like. I mean, it, it's like five <laughs> minutes in the film, and that I think that's. It's so short. Yeah, I was curious to just hear what you guys thought. I I do like how. And I think it goes for the entirety of the film, but especially as like it progresses, and maybe the last two-thirds of it are very like fluid um and i like you know referencing what fletcher said earlier uh what i said that fletcher said earlier how it's all about kind of like the memory and the feeling versus like what actually happened day to day um the nature of a four-year marriage happening in what is essentially a montage i mean it's barely even four scenes you know it's like they sing together. Yeah, it's they're yeah, leaving super the house. Short. They walk out of the bedroom and then they're at a, a breakfast table. And he like drinks an entire orange juice and vodka, and then he says, "I'm sorry," and that's it. Uh, I like that kind yeah, of. And like, then he cuts to him having dinner with his parents, like, which is a, an amazing scene, by the way. I love the scene where he's at that restaurant. It is a great yeah, scene. Yeah, I love oh, that so it like good. cuts to him then with uh, Bernie at dinner with Bernie. Yeah, really good. <laughs> uh, he's like, "What are you doing?" Here? And the outfit change. Yeah, I think they handle his drug use like about as well as you could given you don't want to make him appear like an absolute degenerate but at the same time you have to like acknowledge how serious his problem was and like yes yeah the way it i mean there's barely any uh what's the word that i want i don't know it it's so amorphous how like it goes from scene to scene and like trevor mentions when he's singing at the LA Dodger stadium. And then it's like sw- swirling around him as he changes outfits. Like 
his life during that time was such a blur, and I think they're very good at uh, characterizing it as such. Showing that. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 It, it's shit. I mean, it's a really well-made film. Uh, six and a half it is. probably belies the fact that I think that. I just think there were some issues with it. Yeah, I feel like you talked about it higher than a 6.5, yeah. but I'm also thinking about the way I rate Well, movies. I also, I mean, I, I so. did say strong 6.5 and, and light 7, so, like, there there are aspects of it that I think are higher than a 6.5, but, I, like, I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah. And I also don't have the context of being a, a fan of Elton John, so, like, while some songs did yeah. hit very hard, like, there were ones that I've never heard before and are already out of my head, you know what I mean? So... I will say that I became a big Elton John fan after seeing this. Yeah, movie. I do want to listen to. Some I hadn't of this stuff. really listened to that much Elton John before this, and then after watching it, I was like, "Man, I really liked a couple of those songs." Yeah. And then I like dived into Elton John, um, just like on my commute, yeah. uh, going back and forth to work, like thirty minutes every day. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> there are definitely. It's some just bangers. I just love his music. Definitely. I love his music so much, yeah. and that was a big fact of me wanting to. Or a big factor of me wanting to watch the movie again. I was like, I wanted to relive yeah. it, basically. I'm, I'm <laughs> so glad you've watched it. For like sure. for me, oh, go no, back. you're good. I'm, I'm done. That was it. Uh, so my mom's a big Elton John fan. Always has been. So like, I grew up singing Benny and the Jets. <laughs> like in the back of the car, mom would be like, "Bet like like Benny and the Jet," and then me and my sister in the back would just continue the hiss, like the s on the tail end of that. <laughs> nice so That's like dope. i grew up listening to him so i've always got a big appreciation for him but like i said i'm also not the biggest music person i guess it's like but like for me i guess i would be the person that knew about him more so before this film i don't know it was yeah, I, probably I, yeah i really appreciated all the songs and i've always liked older music anyways so yeah. i mean he's great good he's good great. stuff yeah he's one of the best um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys, uh, you guys liked it. Did you guys have any final thoughts or anything? No. Yeah. I, I think I got pretty much everything else, everything I wanted to get out. Oh, um, the, I kind of liked the drum and bass, like some of the like remixes they did of some of the songs. I like one that stood out to me in my notes was uh, during the orgy scene where they're doing Benny and the Jets and they kind of do like like a drum and bass version for a little bit almost. Hmm. I really liked that. All right, that was pretty much it. Nice. <laughs> I just don't. I don't have the context of the original enough to know the difference. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's... yeah. The songs were changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, like I was saying before, where like oh, I only mentioned Taron putting his own twist on it, but yeah, the the songs. In and of themselves, um, uh, a lot of them have their own little twist on them for the movie. Um, but yeah, that that was uh, Rocket Man. Um, next week, we are going to have uh, Will's pick. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll catch you guys for the next podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.